Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Friends, this is Frederick Henry, and thank you very much for listening to the Frederick Henry podcast. I want to just upfront just say thank you i am so so happy that so many of you have been willing to give a listen to give a download and to give a chance and so i hope i meet your expectations i hope that this is enjoyable for you because let me just tell you these podcasts are meant to be one individual citizen voter in the united states of america speaking to other individual citizen voters in the United States of America about all things pertaining to Trump. That's the point. And I hope it's a conversation. I know it's one way I, I, I said, if you want to go on to The Frederick Henry Show at wordpress.com, The Frederick, F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C-K, Henry Show at wordpress.com, you can make comments. I, I will get them. Um, However, this is a one-way show. It's not dialogical because I've explained this in the past. I don't have a staff. I don't have a snurdly. I don't have... I'm not Rush Limbaugh and the like more. And by the way, up front and personal, I just want to right away, I want to thank uh, Don Bangino. What a wonderful guy. Don Bangino. What a wonderful guy. Great, great programs. The Don Bangino Show uh, podcast. Of course, Rush Limbaugh. 50 million listeners. 50 million people every day listen to Rush Limbaugh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Then you have Hannity. Of course, I love Hannity. The thing I got about Hannity is that Hannity has a tendency to repeat, 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 list, 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 bang, bang, bang like a hammer. I love him. Great guy. A true American patriot. I listen to him every day, but he drives me crazy with the listing, the repeating, and the hammering. But okay, Hannity. I love him. Then you have the magnificent The Still Report. The Still Report. S-T-I-L-L, The Still Report, also on YouTube. Wonderful guy, has a great history of reporting. He has great insights. He's sharing with everyone a lot of great stuff. And if you give a listen, The Still Report, S-T-I-L. He's The Still Report, still uh, uh, doing his um, uh, podcasting and the like more. I mentioned Don Benjamin, Black Conservative Patriot. I don't know the man's actual name, but he calls himself Black Conservative Patriot. Calls his wife Mrs. Black Conservative Patriot. His children are the announcers for his program. He's a wonderful guy. He stands in front of an American flag painted on a wall of brick. He's a big Trump supporter. Wasn't always a Trump supporter. Now he's a Trump supporter. And he is 100% a Trump supporter. Wonderful guy. And then Laura Ingram. I love Laura Ingram. I listen to Laura Ingram every night. However, however... Laura sometimes startles me. You know, you have last night we had the New York, the actual uh, uh, right now uh, New York City police commissioner pleading with the president to send federalized troops into New York City because he said the um, de Blasio administration has hamstrung, has tied behind their backs, has squashed and um, forbid the New York City police force to control a situation that they were very capable 
of controlling. And he put the uh, onus directly on Mayor de Blasio, and I'm surprised by today he hasn't been fired. And another former police commissioner also uh, echoed the same thing. And then Laura went on this this oddball thing in the middle of it saying, well, you know, uh, seriousness on the left, seriousness on the right, and, and number one seriousness, the police commissioners, former police commissioners, seriousness, but I am upset. I, Laura, am upset when people spit on cops. Well, I got it, Laura. People are dying. Police cars are being burned. Whole entire blocks of the city are going up in flames. And you know that. And Antifa is getting away with all kinds of terrorism across the entire nation. And then you come up with something trite like, well, I hate it when people spit on a policeman. If that's all that was going on, we would thank God. But it's a lot more serious than that. I love Laura. She's a great gal. I'm for Laura 100%. And uh, believe me, I'm a big Laura fan. However, you know, that triviality stuff just drives me up the wall. And so before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's podcast, I again want to thank you. I want to tell you this is completely on my dime. I don't have many sponsors. I don't, ha- I don't ask for money. I'm not after your money. I'm not going to call you. I don't want all that information about your credit card, all that good stuff. I just want to speak to you. And I hope uh, eventually, if I could get a little more money, I don't have any money, but if I could get a little bit more money, I would have a two-way street. I would have a dialogical uh, um, conversation. But I don't have that. And until some uh, deep pockets, big uh, big buck guy or gal comes along and says, you know, I like what I hear, and here's the money, <laughs> it ain't going to happen. So let me pause here a minute, and then we'll get right back to you. Thank you very much. Okay, my dear friends, I want to just congratulate the American people. I want to congratulate you and your children and your families. You know, uh, what is it, 12 weeks ago, the president uh, under... Um, the impression that 200 million people were going to get the COVID thing and under the impression from his scientific advisors, his administrative advisors, his epidemiologists, all these people, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, all these people assuring him that not only 200 million people would come down with the COVID-19 virus, but that 2.4 million, 2.4 million people would die. And that didn't happen. Thank God. Praise God. The president shut down travel from China. He shut down travel from from Europe. He instituted an entire program of social distancing and masks and all that kind of stuff. He paid a high price in watching his economy that he, with our help, built to the greatest economy ever seen in 100 years, uh, be uh, systematically destroyed. And as our prayer and our hope, and I believe, I believe it's going to happen, he will build it up with our help Again, but I want to thank you. He said, I'm asking you, the American people, to comply with with very difficult restrictions. I'm asking you, the American people, to uh, comply with the governor's demands, uh, A and B and C or whatever they were. And uh, you did. The American people did it. We didn't have a revolt. We didn't have insurrection. We didn't have running around burning buildings. We We didn't do all that kind of stuff. We just thought it over. It was a reasonable request given the information that we had at the time, and then that all peacefully happened. Then, subsequent to that, the president continued over several weeks to ask us to continue to submit to these uh, very difficult restrictions, and we did. And then the president asked us to return to our churches, and we did. 
And the president asked us to return to our businesses and the like more. And in those places where the governors allowed us, mainly Republican governors, we did and everything's fine. But the Democrat governors, New York, New Jersey, California, uh, Virginia, these governors are uh, Michigan, shame, 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 Minnesota, shame, Pennsylvania, shame, unbelievable, locking down the people, locking down the society, destroying the business, destroying family businesses, destroying people's livelihood, destroying historic situations, monuments, and the like more, unbelievable. And these governors, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, Virginia, California, uh, they should be held accountable. Shame on them to hate America enough or maybe even just to hate Donald Trump enough as to be willing to destroy an entire society, an entire economy, and, and, and millions of people's lives just to get your ounce of vengeance. Shame on Schumer, shame on Pelosi, and all those folks. Okay, enough said on that. We know what that means. If you don't like it, shut me off. If you know what I'm talking about and you agree, keep listening. Okay, now we have come to the point where we have to say back to the president, Mr. President, thank you very much. You did a great job, but we're not staying home anymore. We're not going to social distance anymore. We're not going to wear masks everywhere we go. We want our swimming pools open. We want our parks open. We want our beaches open. We want our daycare centers open. We want our camp for children, summer camps open. And we definitely, definitely, definitely want our schools open in September. No questions asked. All our schools. Now, colleges are private, but all public colleges should be uh, uh, mandated to open. That's the, the, the reality of it. And then we'll move on from there. Let us be free. Take the shackles off of us. Take uh, the um, uh, ankle braces off of us. Uh, take the yoke from off our neck. Let us decide what we want to do, and we will do it, and we will make the right decisions. We, we didn't know what was happening before. We didn't know about this disease before. We didn't know the ramifications before. And therefore, we acted in, in compliance with your request, Mr. President, because your request was reasonable and for our benefit and our health. Now we have more information. Now we know what really is going to happen. Now we know the answers to the problem. And now we will make the decisions. They're no longer yours, Mr. President. And they're no longer yours, Mr. Governor. And they're no longer yours, Mr. Mayor. They're our decisions. We are a free people in a free country and a free constitution. And we're not going to be suppressed. We're not going to be smacked down. We're not going to be told what to do as though we were so many uh, petulant children. We're not. We have willingly agreed to comply, and we have, and we very successfully. And now, in, in, in consideration of that compliance, let's move on, let's lift all the restrictions, and let's get out of this mess that we've created for ourselves. Reasonably understood how it happened. But now that we know how it happened and why it happened, we have a better information on how to correct it and how to get back to a prosperous economy and an employed um, citizenry and people who have hope, uh, faith, and courage. No doubt about that. So let's do that, okay? Now, let's pause in a minute. I'll be right back. Okay, things in the news, my friends. This Judge Sullivan thing, I don't even have to do. I'm not a lawyer. Except to say that if the prosecution doesn't prosecute and uh, they don't want to carry the case forward, if the whole Department of Justice of the United States of America federal government says we're not going to prosecute a case against General Flynn, then Judge Sullivan, in my opinion, not being a lawyer, has no choice but to step aside 
and to drop everything. He's not a prosecutor. He's not a district attorney. He's not an attorney general. He's supposedly a judge. And once the case has been withdrawn, and once the evidence has been shown to be inadequate, and once the people who are in charge of prosecution and carrying indictments say that there is nothing there because these are the facts and shows the judge the facts, then the judge has nothing to do but to step aside. That Judge Sullivan is not doing that is an egregious miscarriage of justice which should be immediately corrected by this appellate division, by the appeals courts, and by fellow judges, and by ethics committees, and the like more. Personally, I think Judge Emmett Kelly should buy a... So that's that piece. And I think it will be... Of course, we have John Roberts on the Supreme Court, and he is another Emmett uh, Sullivan who believes that he is the arbiter of truth, uh, justice in the American way, and not just one of nine justices. He is um, obviously full of himself. That's the only thing I can say. So let's pause there, and I'll be right back. Okay, we're going to wrap this up in three minutes, my friends. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for downloading. Thank you, thank you, thank you for pressing that like button. Uh, many of you didn't press it. If you if you do like this podcast, if you think it's meaningful and worthwhile, please press the like button. It helps a great deal with ratings and with the um, streaming host provider. And it also provides me with a sense of uh, accomplishment. Okay. Now, there are many, many people who want to point fingers at um, Comey, Brennan, Struck, Page, um, Clapper, uh, Rosenstein, etc. We should do that. I think we should point those fingers. And not only point those fingers, but clench those fists. I think we should beat these people into telling us the truth. Force them under oath to tell us the truth, not to dissemble and to give us sort of quasi-answers like Rosenstein did today, but force them to give us factual answers, date and time, time and place. And I think that these people should be held in contempt of Congress because they obviously have been proven to have lied. There's no question in my mind about that. And they have been proven to have lied in many, many areas of testimony, in Rod Rosenstein's case, from the top to the bottom, completely false. Shame. But more than shame, let's find out if this is criminality, and if it is, then let's bring in the prosecutors and set up the case, and then bring him to a court, a judge, and a jury, and find out his or her fate, because they um, acted... And the way they did, you know, what are they going to do? You know, that's the way they act. It's, it's strange indeed. Okay, let me pause here a minute. Okay, friends, as we wrap this up, I just want to again ask you if your particular iteration of this podcast has a like button, please, if you like what you heard, check it. It means a lot to me, and it means a lot to... Um, the, the, the streaming service and the like more. Secondly, I want to uh, encourage you to continue to listen. I, I, you know, I don't always have the, the most um, latest thing. It's not about 
I have information that you need to have. It's more a reflection on things that are happening, what I think, why and what is happening, I think, and why it is happening, and to share with you an aspect or a thought or a viewpoint about these things that are happening. Now, in these hard days, we are continuing to confront the problems. The COVID problem, I think, is pretty much a scene for what it was. And, you know, take that as it may. Now we have the economic problem. And this economic problem is going to uh, fold in or incorporate aspects of the COVID thing. And what I mean by this is something I mentioned in previous podcasts. I mentioned it again. Whatever happened during the COVID pandemic restrictions, the six-foot distancing, the masks, the stay-at-home, the non-travel, all of these were aspects of fear, and they were fear of other people. We were trained during those weeks uh, from those who were promoting that type of thing that we had to be afraid of other people because the other person was the bringer of death. They were the bringer of the COVID germ. They were the bringer of disease. They were the bringer of a uh, 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 Hershey ball, whatever it's going to be. Now, uh, is, because it's irrational, it's very, very difficult to handle. All I can say is that my prayer in the coming weeks is that we can learn again to recognize that there are other people out there beside ourselves These good people want good health also for themselves and their grandchildren, just as we want it for ourselves and our grandchildren. And they don't want to infect us and we don't want to infect them. And with that understanding, perhaps we can move beyond fear into trust and hope. Trust and hope. Now, hope is not a wish. Hope is based upon facts. So when we see our neighbors acting responsibly, when we see the society acting responsibly, when we see other people, uh, by and large, acting responsibly, then we can add our um, name to that list of people who are acting responsibly by the the, um, epidemic kit, wear a mask as much as we can in order to encourage those who are not wearing a mask, but also to encourage those who are wearing the same basic mask. Okay, now, having said all these things, I think, as I close, I would like to... I, how could we say this? How could we, how could we wish and hope? I, I, it, it's, it's trite. It's, it's, it's misunderstood. Go back to the way it was. Well, we can never go back to the way it was, even if none of this had ever happened. Let's say that everything um, uh, 10 months ago was the same, and then um, we were able to go back to that. Now, you can't because whatever happened 10 weeks ago happened 10 weeks ago or nine weeks ago or eight weeks ago. That, those factors are the past. The past cannot be altered. The past can be recorded and lessons from the past can be saved. But the past was the present moving beyond itself or into the past of itself. And so the past is over, and we can't uh, kill it or bring it back or destroy it other than we choose to forget it. And I would encourage you, my dear friends, don't forget the past. Fill in that uh, uh, vase with any of you.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.